0: It is. Well, it's strange. It's strange. Strange. strange.
1: Is that strange? That is strange. Strange is strange. Well that is strange. This is strange. strange. And welcome to another episode of Strange Sauna, everybody. This episode is going to be an absolute steamer. Okay? Not a Cleveland steamer. But this one will I mean by the end of this this whole sauna is going to be filled with steam. You won't even be able to see my face. You want to make a bet? I don't know. We'll see. We're going to be talking about the Statue of Liberty and the secret kind of symbolism mixed inside of this thing. Now, there's uh it's a it's a it's a hot topic, okay? There's some points of contention here because some people believe that most I think people believe that the Statue of Liberty represents freedom. Right. It was a gift from France. They gave it to us on the 100th year anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. All right. So, I mean, of course it represents freedom. Just look at her. She's beautiful. Well, we'll take some close ups and uh, not uh, not the prettiest, but hey, who's who's judging here? Okay, she represents freedom. All right. But some people do believe that there is a darker side to the Statue of Liberty, okay? That she could be this occult pagan goddess, okay? She could even represent the uh, the mother of harlots, the whore of Babylon, okay, yes. Yeah, we're gonna go there, everybody. We're gonna freaking go there today, yeah. So to uh, to start this off, I have some video clips that are fantastic, and you guys do stick around because I did discover a gem and Will Smith's getting jiggy with it, okay? We're going to be getting jiggy with it. it. has to do with all this stuff, all right? It's fantastic. Now, uh, before we do get started, please make sure to hit the like button. We're going to be on YouTube. We're going to be on Rumble. Hit that Rumble button. If you like this podcast, I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Go on there, leave a five-star rating, leave a review, let me know what you think, and give me some topics, right? If you want me to talk about certain things, leave it in a comment, leave it in a review, all that stuff. I love hearing from you guys. Okay, so let's get this started. I have a video here. This is Brad Meltzer's Decoded on the History Channel. Okay, now I'm going to be stopping and starting and playing this uh, certain segments of this video, and kind of going back and forth, and then starting and going into the uh, into an article as well. But just to kind of give you a, a recap here, a, a nice intro recap of who the Statue of Liberty is, who built her and are the are the men freemasons? Oh, we'll find out. Oh boy,
2: here we go. Everyone knows the Statue of Liberty, right? But she's only been in the New York Harbor for 120 Oh, come on. years. Now. At 151 feet and 1 inch tall and weighing 204 tons, she was the biggest iron structure ever built at the time. It took over 200 men working 7 days a week for 9 years to make her. The statue sits on Bedloe Island renamed Liberty Island in 1956 by an act of Congress and she once even functioned as a lighthouse.
1: A lighthouse, okay? The light
2: bearer? Right? She carries the torch, she's the light bearer. But one of the lady's secrets that I love best is her shackled feet. Mm. She stands amid broken chains but nobody ever gets to see that because of the way she stands on the pedestal. Her torch is covered in 24 karat gold. Her copper outer layer is incredibly thin, in fact, no thicker than two pennies. And while she has an actual value, she's probably most valuable as one of the greatest icons of American ideals. And that's why she's now closely guarded 24-7 by the U.S. Park Police Marine Patrol Unit.
1: 24-7, she's under surveillance. Okay, just like they want you, okay? Let's keep the Statue of Liberty safe. We can keep you safe too, okay? Come on, constant surveillance, it's the way to go. It's the future. So this is the thing, okay? The how many workers, 200 something workers, 9 years to make this thing, like it's just like ridiculous. Um okay, like I don't remember the last time we received something this big as uh, just some sort of monument. Oh, wait. Was it the MLK <laughs> the MLK Jr. uh statue, the one that kind of looked very uh, promiscuous? Some would say, yeah, that that might be the last statue that I've seen erected. No pun intended, you know, but getting back to this, the reason why the Statue of Liberty is so green is because all that copper, it it like oxidizes or something. It's the way that it it reacted. It's uh, no thicker than two pennies, the man said. All right. Now I'm going to fast forward a little bit, go towards a section that talks about Bartoli or Bartoldi. He
2: is the creator of this thing, okay? Now here we go. Check it out. Enigmatic. A few little-known facts. We were actually Bartoli's second choice to receive the Statue of Liberty. Originally, he wanted to give the statue to Egypt, but when the Egyptian government rejected the idea because they couldn't afford it, Bartoli re-gifted the statue to the United States. Nice, huh? It's a re-gift. Bartholdi modeled the physical features of the lady after the two most important people in his life, his mother and his mistress. What? Some historians believe Bartholdi used his mother's face as the basis for designing Liberty's face and modeled her body after his mistress. Oh my Can god. Can you say edible disaster?
1: Okay. Yeah, so he's making fun of this guy as as you should. I mean, you you combined your mom and your mistress? Like what kind of freak are you? Get with the program, bro, okay? Leave the mom out of this thing. Why are you putting her face on this? And, I mean, come on, mom. I mean, ew. okay. So, anyway, you know, the, you have the creator, okay? What he basically just said there was that this thing was re-gifted to us, okay? America was not the first choice. This was supposed to go at the entrance of the Suez Canal. Hmm. Now keep that in mind, cause we'll get back to that, okay? But just keep that in mind. This thing was re-gifted. Not the first choice here. And yeah, I was supposed to go to the Suez Canal. We're gonna go forward here just a little bit more and go towards uh, who created this thing. Cause there's three individuals that were really a part of this. All
2: right? Here we go. The Skeletal. The Statue of Liberty is not the work of one man. When the French gave the statue to the United States, they made one request, that a pedestal be built so that it was more easily seen from the water. American designer Richard Hunt was chosen to build her perch. Frederick Bartholdi was the artist behind Lady Liberty, but it was up to Gustave Eiffel to realize the structure and bring her to life. He did this with a twisted iron skeleton, and it was never intended to be pretty. In fact, the inside of the statue was never meant to be seen by the public. But clearly, Eiffel was pleased with his work because he went on to repeat the idea and build the Eiffel Tower and steal the title for the tallest structure in the world away from the Washington Monument. Oh,
1: that one, the Washington Monument. Don't even get me started, bro. Okay. What in the Freemason is going on here? Okay. Uh, Yeah, so so going forward here, this is going to talk about the three men. And so what this whole episode is about, I should say, this decoded is he tries to find the answers to conspiracy theories. Right. But I mean, come on, it's on Mainstream History Channel. How, how deep are we really going to go here? Right. And, you know, by the end of this whole episode, they come out with, hey, you know what? Statue of Liberty means freedom. You're free to think about all these conspiracies, but you're wrong. Right. They're just throwing it in your face like, hey, uh, get with the program. All right. You're insane. Like they, throughout the video, they kind of uh, throw out those little like connotations like, hey, if, if you're if you agree with me and you're actually right and you're correct and you're not insane, uh, you'd think that this is a symbol of freedom. So they try to decode this thing. They try to unwrap the, the conspiracies and they're trying to find out, did members of the Illuminati build the Statue of Liberty? And what they're going to find out here is that all three men, uh, Bartoli the Eiffel Tower guy and then the other one that he he mentioned, they're all Freemasons. Okay, check it out. Uh-oh. Is there anything that, in common with them? Are they?
3: Let me check something out here. Here's Bartoldi. Oh, check that out. It, the guy that. is posed like Napoleon.
4: What's he, what's he doing with his hand, is, hand there?
3: The hidden hand that shaped history.
1: Huh? Um, oh, yeah, look at
0: this. He's hidden hand.
3: Yeah. Why Napoleon traditionally depicted with his hand in his waistcoat? Some
2: theories include why is his, he had his hand in the ulcer no, Now keep going. Why is why? He had his skin this. disease. <laughs> keep
1: going. Keep. Going. See, Brad Meltzer knows what's going on. He's like, keep going, keep going. Uh, You're going to find something about Freemason. I know it. It's all planned here.
5: Uh, Oh, wait a second. Uh Uh-oh,
1: here we go. Gesture
4: of importance in Masonic. Members of the 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 Freemason Using this sign are proven.
5: It's always the the Masons. I would be fascinated to see if these three guys were Masons. Oh, my God. Bartholdi
4: is a Freemason.
1: Oh, my God. How about Hunt? Hunt. The other one.
6: Look
4: it down here. Freemason. Yep. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, okay. Um, right, Eiffel. Do... Eiffel? Freemason. Eiffel's a Freemason. Oh, my God. The dramatic. All I can't free. believe it.
2: You know, that doesn't necessarily have to mean anything. Right? It's always the Freemasons. The Freemasons are the world's oldest and largest brotherhood, they're steeped in covert rituals and symbolism. Oh, boy. Some say they even built King Solomon's temple. That can't be proven, but here's what can, there are about 6 million Freemasons in the world today. Okay. Everyone from our founding Uh-oh. fathers- and
1: Founding fathers, 6 million. Here we go. Including
2: George Washington and Benjamin Franklin, and presidents from FDR to Gerald Ford were yeah. members. Some have suggested that the organization has a sinister and dark agenda. What? Which is what makes them the most overused plot device around.
1: Okay. Overused plot device, all right? That's what he's he's trying to say, is that everybody kind of puts the blame game on them. Right? Why wouldn't you? Cause it's like, uh, that's what they're out there. And, and you know, he's got a point. I mean, it's just like blame it on George Soros blame, blame it on the Freemasons, blame it on this blah, 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 WF, uh, freaking what's his name? Uh, Klaus Schwab. But there is a point where you're just like, bro, come on now. What these people are saying is not good. Uh, there's going to be one more clip here that I want to dive into before we get into this article. And this is author Alan Greenfield. He is going to be discussing how the Statue of Liberty rep- or resembles the Roman pagan god Libertas. All right?
2: Here we go. The Freemasons are an important key to understanding what the Statue of Liberty is about. In fact, there is a lot of Freemasonic symbolism in the statue what did he just say wanted to show you this one see if it looks familiar to you looks exactly
4: like the statue of liberty
2: exactly like the statue of liberty but this is the ancient roman goddess libertas this is a pagan goddess another one this one you'll be familiar with what do you see here this should be familiar to you and of course It's being held by an ancient Roman pagan goddess from a period of history that was not so nice and was anything but free. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay, so we're getting sinister here. We're getting some hints of this Statue of Liberty might not be what she represents here. Lady Liberty. All right. Now, this is the whole Libertas thing. And... um, I wanted to kind of dive into this with you, with you all because Libertas is not just one God. I mean, there's so many different renditions of who this was. Okay. This is an article from the perimeter entitled illumination. The statue of Liberty is an occult symbol. Okay. So this article goes on to say that French sculptor, Frederick Bartoli designed the statue of Liberty, but Bartoli did not originate the concept of the statue. This was Laboulaye, Edward Laboulaye, another Frenchman. He was the one who first proposed this. Now, he proposed the idea of a giant statue replicating a goddess that uh, that the Masonic movement idolized. Laboulaye proceeded to raise the financial support and commissioned Bartholdi to provide the sculpture of this goddess of illumination from ancient times. What deity is this? It was the goddess known by various names. Laboulaye and his fellow Freemason sculptor Betholdi referred to her as Libertas. But she was also an early adoption by the Romans of the Babylonian goddess Ishtar. Okay. Now we're going to get into some Ishtar stuff. Uh, This Roman goddess Libertas. Libertas was the name of the ancient Roman goddess adopted by the Romans perhaps as early as the 5th century B.C. And certainly by the 4th century B.C she was referred to as the goddess of personal freedom and liberty because libertas means freedom, okay? Now check this out. Freedom of what? Like, what kind of freedom? What are we talking about here? This goddess was the goddess of freedom because she promoted the ideals ideals of personal freedom to do anything that felt good. Does that remind you of anything? Do without wilt? The whole Aleister Crowley movement? Right? Do anything that feels good. She was called the matron goddess of prostitution because she promoted sexual freedom. Indeed, she had invented the concept. Slaves considered her their goddess in hopes of winning their freedom. Many women who gained freedom later turned to prostitution to survive and thereby retained Libertas as their goddess, especially if they became priestesses of the Libertas cult. Okie dokie. So this is kind of where we're going here and this whole, they get into the idea of um, the Libertas being referred to as the mother of harlots, you know, and we're going to get into that soon here. But before we do, I wanted to go back to this idea of the Suez canal, right? How the statue of Liberty was a regift; It was not meant for the United States. And so, uh, they basically, you know, they had to do some modification. Because originally, the Statue of Liberty was supposed to be a black woman. Yeah, I didn't know this. A uh, Muslim woman, okay? So, give or take, if you want to say, you know, whatever. I, I'm just saying. She was supposed to be a Muslim woman. Because the Suez Canal, that's what the original design was supposed to be. Uh, if If you believe the whole story of this. So, I'm just saying what's out there, right? So here we go. This is a little clip that kind of discusses this, the original intent of the Statue of Liberty, right?
3: Well, it turns out that one of the most potent symbols of American freedom began life as a Muslim woman. That's according to researchers who say that the Statue of Liberty was originally intended to represent an Egyptian peasant. Oh. The sculptor Frederick Auguste Barthold of France.
1: That's why the chains are on the bottom, everybody. They didn't remove the chains from the feet. They just had to redo the face. And it looks like they had to maybe redo the... I don't know if this drawing or this... Uh, not drawing, but this... Uh, the peasant woman that they had here is actually, like, real. But it's something that resembled of what it was supposed to look like, okay?
3: Plan for his work to guard the entrance to the Suez Canal. But when he was unable to sell his idea to Egypt, Bartholdi... Journeyed to America with his drawings of a Muslim woman in Arab peasant garb and transformed her into a Roman
6: goddess of liberty. hmm The Statue of Liberty was originally conceived so. as a Muslim woman, according to the Daily Beast. We all oh, the know the Daily Beast.
1: Lady- you guys, this music is pumping me straight up. I told you it was going to be a sweaty episode. Come liberty on.
6: was given to the U.S. as a gift from France in 1876. Damn! But it was initially envisioned as a robed peasant woman holding a torch. The sculpture, mm-hmm. once named Egypt Brings Light to Asia, was supposed to sit at the approach of the Suez Canal in Egypt, according to the National Park Service. But the French sculptor was unable to sell the idea to Egyptian leaders.
1: Sell the idea. Okay, so is he selling an idea and selling a statue at the same time? Because he he needed to come up with the finances to build this thing. So was this free? Did America have to pay for this? I don't know. You tell me.
3: So he sailed to America where the Muslim woman transformed into what we know today as the
1: Statue of Liberty.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't know the original design for the Statue of Liberty was a black female. As a matter of fact, in a museum in New York, you can see the original design of the Statue of Liberty. And if you look, the chain is still on the foot of the Statue of Liberty to this day. Well, the story was that it was a gift of the French to the slaves.
1: You know, this ominous music, I don't understand why it's there, but I'm feeling it.
4: Okay. And that the original statue had the picture of a black woman, uh, the original model for it, and it had a, a distinctly African face. But it was Europeanized because the people in the United States did not want to have a black face sitting up there in the harbor, so they carved it out. In France, they had to go back to the drawing board, and remodel the face after the uh, what they call the um, patron saint of manifest destiny.
1: Patron saint of manifest de- destiny. Oh boy. Okay.
4: So the patron saint of manifest destiny—that's her face on the um, what do they call the Statue of Liberty, which was transposed from the African face. In fact, you see the patron saint of manifest <laughs> destiny in the symbol for Columbia pictures at the beginning of the movies. It's true. That's the patron saint of Manifest Destiny.
1: Holding up that torch. This is the original plans. She was an Arab peasant, that's how he saw it. Um, she was symbolizing Egypt carrying the light into Asia. She has the hijab on her head. Um, he wanted to make her uh, an ordinary Arab woman. The Statue
4: of Liberty was erected in 1886. It was brown because, of course, it was made of copper. And something that I read that was fascinating God, the is her Sorry. copper skin that he sculpted her out of is actually thinner than two pennies. Whoa. So you look at the Statue of Liberty, really? you think like it must be so heavy, which of course it is, but the actual material that he used is very supple copper that then turned brown and then became green because of the oxidation process. So she actually started out a different colors, isn't that funny? I,
6: I think that's an interesting thing because I always just
3: assume that the Statue of Liberty, she's... She's green.
4: No, no. She started out like a copper penny. Oh.
3: Today, the U.S. Mint showed us a new gold coin that depicts Lady, Lady
1: Liberty as a black woman. American what? currency has always depicted. Right. So that's a thing. OK, because she was going to the Suez Canal. They had to rebrand her. OK, and now I could totally see America not wanting a, a big statue of a black woman representing America. Back then, I mean, come on now. We're talking about uh, times that weren't so good for uh, America as far as, uh, you know, race relationships. But I have an article here that does go further into this, the original model of the Muslim woman, the Statue of Liberty. All right. This is the Gnostic warrior. All right. This is his uh, written by Mo. Uh, This is, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, You get this information where you can find it. So it has been said that Bartholdi, uh, the original builder of the Statue of Liberty, originally designed the statue to portray a Muslim peasant woman guarding the approach to the Suez Canal with a lantern in her upraised hand serving as both the lighthouse and a symbol of progress, illumination, lighting the world, okay? Bartholdi modeled this new Muslim woman after the statue of the goddess on the scale of the one in ancient Rhodes. He sailed to America with the drawings of a Muslim woman, transformed to the personification of liberty. However, the original Colossus of Rhodes was designed after Helios, the sun god, and not the goddess. It was built to commemorate the outcome of the blockade of the city by, or of Rhodes by King Demetrius Peloricides in 305 to 304. Well, this, that's kind of a weird day range. You're going backwards in time. He had attempted to conquer this important port, but the siege had been unsuccessful, and the Rhodians ordered chair, Chairs of Lindos to build a statue of Helios, the sun god. Now, many of you have seen this thing, okay? Um, the Colossus of Rhodes. Let me see if I can bring this up for you. Because it, uh, if you've ever seen Game of Thrones, it's that big freaking statue that's kind of um, looking over the the ports there. I mean, here we go. Right? So you got, like, the, the sun god here with all the rays on its head holding up a bowl or holding up a, a torch, in some say, or some would say. Right? So he has both feet kind of guarding, straddling this canal. Now... Um, I do have one thing here to say about that. This is uh, taken from another article. So because the statue was a regift, they had to cover the chains. So that's why the chains were still left. The original design was supposed to be a black female. Um, as the Suez Canal neared completion in 1869, French sculptor Frederick Ar- uh, Auguste Bartholdi tried to convince the Ferdinand de Lesseps and the Egyptian government to let him build a sculpture called the Egypt bringing light to Asia. All right. So that's what he originally the Statue of Liberty was supposed to be called the Egypt bringing light to Asia built over the Suez canal. And it was inspired by the Colossus of Rhodes because Bartholdi envisioned this gigantic statue, 90 foot tall of a woman clothed in Egyptian peasant robes and holding a massive torch would serve as a lighthouse to guide the ships into the canal the project never materialized but partoli continued shopping the idea for the statue in 1886 he finally unveiled a completion or a completed version in the New York harbor officially called Liberty enlightening the world so the statue of Liberty when it first came out it was called Liberty enlightening the world right isn't that weird it's like if you're enlightening the world, why are you in the, why are you in America? It's kind of like this, uh, you know, globalist thing. It's a one world thing. Anyway, the original design was supposed to be of this uh, uh, peasant Muslim woman. Okay. What I find freaking funny is that was in 1869. Okay. So he went to uh, this Ferdinand, who did he go to? What was this guy's name? He went to Ferdinand de Lesseps in 1869. He goes, hey, bro, let me build you a big-ass statue, okay? It'll be a big, beautiful Muslim woman. We'll have her garden here. She'll be like the, uh, you know, it'll be awesome. The guy said no. Sent them away. Pooh, Get out of here. And then I found this article. Plan to bring back the De Lesseps statue in Suez Canal Sparks Controversy. All right, now this is in 2020, but it was talking about this Ferdinand de Lesseps. And it was a 33 foot bronze statue of the guy himself, de Lesseps, by the French sculptor Emmanuel Fremiette, was erected in November 1899. So 30 years later, he came back to. He went to another Frenchman and he's like oh yeah can you build me a massive statue but of me right so I just find that that's funny and it's a 33 foot bronze statue by the way so there's that so uh, yes now going back to this whole um the the original plan so it was supposed to be a kind of mock-up of this Colossus of Rhodes, that was originally designed after Helios, the sun god. Now, we'll get back to that, too. So think of this in, in you know, the rays, the seven uh, things around the head, the seven spikes are supposed to represent the rays of the sun. The uh, equivalent of Helios in Roman mythology was Sol, S-O-L, specifically Sol Invictus, Unconquered Sun. Now, if you think of Statue of Liberty, S-O-L is the acronym. S-O-L is... The sun god, right? So, Statue of Liberty, sun god, SOL. So, So that might have been purposeful, right? The rebranding of this thing into the sun god initials or the sun god name, how the initials become the sun god name. I find that that's very interesting, too. Uh, The monument of Rhodes of the sun god stood approximately 30 meters high and stood on a pedestal that added another 10 meters. It was destroyed by an earthquake, in uh, 20, uh, 227, 20 uh, BC. Okay. All righty. So, SOL, Statue of Liberty, Soul, Sun God, Helios. It was originally designed, supposed to be a Colossus, the Rodanian Colossus, which was modeled after the Sun God, Helios. You're getting those connections here. Okie dokie. There is some more to this, though. I know I'm I'm trying not to go all over the place, but it, it gets gets kind of funky. So the going back to this the main article that I was reading by the perimeter, it was talking about libertas, right? And the mother of harlots. And the way that the Statue of Liberty was modeled after Libertas, but it could also be uh, you know, a lot of different different uh, gods here or goddesses. Now this says we know Libertas being referred to as the mother of harlots by the famous Roman historian and senator Cicero. And Cicero had some writings where he indicated that she was also a very early goddess of the Greeks even before the Roman civilization had developed. Upon further investigation, we find that the Greeks had acquired knowledge of this from previous empires in the Middle East and Egypt. So they went over to the Middle East and Egypt, found all of this information, saw these gigantic statues, and said, Hey, let's take some of these ideas. They might be onto something here. Okay. This goddess was called Ashtoreth in Hebrew and in the Old Testament's Greek version, the Septuagint. Ashtoreth becomes transliterated. Yes, that's right. Into the Greek as Astartate. Which becomes the early Greek name for the goddess until she was later changed to Aphrodite. And then the Hebrew term Ashtoreth was itself a transliteration of the Babylonian dialect uh, term for Ishtar. All right. So you're getting all of this. I know this is a bunch of mumbo jumbo, but the bottom line is that you have multiple names for this. All right. Ishtar, in the most ancient times, was referred to by the Sumerian dialect as Inanna, or Ninanna, meaning Queen of Heaven or Lady of Heaven. In Canaan, this deity was called Ashtoreth. The Hittites called her Shashka, and the Phoenicians and on Cyprus initially referred to her as Estarte. Estarte. Isis was the name the Egyptians gave to her. This is how the goddess became introduced in the earliest uh, to the earliest Greeks, all right? So, I have a little chart here so you have going back to the Anunnaki, Egyptian, Greek, Roman, biblical equivalents, all right? So, Inanna is equal to Hathor and Bastet in Egyptian, which is also equal to the Greek Aphrodites or Artemis and then also the roman venus or diana all right and now in that one show the main show the the brad uh the the one decoded show that we were just watching at the very end they do talk to a theologian or a theologian and he does say that the statue of liberty is a lucifer not the lucifer not the satan but she is she represents a lucifer and that was because she represents Venus, all right? Venus is another name of Inanna, Aphrodite, of this whole thing, okay? So all of these names are just equivalent. It's just like, it's it gets so freaking messy and, and kind of like, uh, uh, you're getting all over the place here. But going back to this article here, right here, for instance, all these deities, were actually just one goddess, and she was associated with the planet Venus, and blah 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 blah, Libertas, and later Venus, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. All right, so Ishtar. So Ishtar has to do with the legacy of Babylon, the Babylonian goddess, um, all this other stuff. So going down here, let's let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Connecting Ishtar to the Statue of Liberty. Number one, the crown of seven spikes. Right? This symbol was rep- to represent the enlightenment of the Babylonian sun god, shamash itu or Utu. The idea was that the sun god's occultic illumination could be focused by each of the seven spikes on the crown. Each spike would flash this occultic enlightenment to each of the seven auras, or the large landmasses of so the large continents of the world. Seven crowns, or seven spikes, seven continents. The tablets... So the Statue of Liberty is holding a tablet. A common misconception is that the tablets represent the Ten Commandments that God gave to Moses. This is not true. The tablets are engraved only with the Roman numerals standing for the 4th of July, 1776. That's what the Statue of Liberty has on her uh, tablet. Freemasonry gives lip service to Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. As law-giving religions... But Freemasonry tries to synthesize all religions into one central force, the the idea of law in general. Hence, the tablets being held by the Statue of Liberty carry the same general meaning, okay? Number three, the robe. In the original planning, the Statue of Liberty was designed in its initial stages to be in color. She was to be wearing the royal robes of scarlet and purple, okay? The scarlet woman, right? What? We've heard that, right? The Whore of Babylon, wearing scarlet, she used to have this, uh, she had a wine cup, a golden cup, right? It became obvious uh, for the reasons of monetary purposes that the statue must be pa- or made of copper. The use of copper precluded the use of any color schemes, Thus, the original plans for scarlet and purple robes were abandoned. Now, here we go. The torch. The torch was originally designed to be a golden cup filled with wine of freedom. The golden cup, the whore of Babylon. Right? The velvet, red, purple robes. Was the Statue of Liberty meant to be the whore of Babylon? It's starting to look very, very similar here. Ishtar or Babylon. Mm, You don't know. So it was originally designed to be a golden cup filled with wine. However, before completion and the shipping of the entire statue, the New York port authorities asked if there could be some sort of modification to allow for an eternal flame or light to be designed into the statue so that ships could use her at night as like this navigational aid. Bartholdi consented to make modifications to the basic cup design and allow for a natural gas flame to be utilized. Now, Colossus, look at this, right? He had the flame. But there's some that look like, just like a bowl or a cup, right? So it's the kind of the same, same thing where he's like, fine, you know. The torch uh, that we see today, it actually has the same type of cup design used in ancient times for drinking wine. You know the handle at the bottom. Blah, 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 blah. The actual original golden cup was later sold by this project. Is okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah that just gets into that. So the mother of exiles. Let's look at this. The mother of exiles is the key term in the poem of Emma Lazarus. All right. Now what a name. All right. Lazarus, risen from the dead in the Bible. Mother of Exiles was the poem that this woman wrote. Okay, so there's a poem written on the Statue of Liberty's pedestal, and it is entitled The Mother of Exiles. What is an exile? A prostitute? I mean, a harlot? Prostitute? Mother of Exiles? Mother of Harlots? Mm hmm. <clears throat> War of Babylon, the statue is the patron saint of immigrants everywhere. Oddly enough, the Babylonian goddess Ishtar was also the patron goddess of immigrants in Babylon because, as a goddess or as a goddess of personal freedom, she brought hope to immigrants seeking to make a better life for themselves in Babylon. Ishtar worship is the very first instance of prostitution in human history, and it was deemed holy. Now, this must be indeed uh, just an interesting coincidence, but remember Revelation 17.5 where the woman called Mystery Babylon is referred to as the mother of harlots. Now, at the end, there's some conclusions made that the Statue of Liberty, this the author in this, concludes that the Statue of Liberty is the mother of harlots, the, uh, the whore of Babylon, all right? So, I, I don't know. There's just some very strange coinkidinks here going on now. Uh, let's see here. Oh, all right. So now let's get into... Because certain people think that the Statue of Liberty is either the horror of Babylon. Certain people think that it's also just straight up Satan. Lucifer. All right? I want to go back to the video. Go back to the original video that we were playing. Because... They introduce author Mark Dice. And I, I heard Mark Dice. And I was like, is this a, the comedian Mark Dice? I'm like, nope. This is just uh, good old author Mark Dice. All right. So now he's going to be describing how he thinks that the Statue of Liberty, S O L, soul, sun god, it represents Lucifer. Okay. Check it out here on these streets today. Today. Can you tell us a little more about the symbolism in the
5: the Statue of Liberty?
3: Absolutely. If you look at the radiant crown, she has these seven horns sticking out of her head. That's (laughs) symbolic of the sun, representing enlightenment. Isn't enlightenment a good thing? Enlightenment is a good thing to them. It doesn't represent America. It doesn't represent freedom. It represents Lucifer, Satan. Oh as far my. as I'm concerned, it should be torn down and taken to a scrap heap. If you want to learn about...
1: So he's not a fan, if you guys can't tell. Torn down, taken to a scrap heap.
3: About political power, you must look at the Illuminati. The... Whoa, 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 The what? Looking into the Illuminati. Oh. The Statue of Liberty is just a footnote. The Illuminati identify with Lucifer. And that is their huge idol dedicating this country to him and showing that they rule here.
2: And this is hidden in the Statue of Liberty.
3: Lucifer literally means the light bearer, Okay. So for the Statue of Liberty, you have the torch, the torch representing light and enlightenment.
4: All of us are looking at it, and it's a symbol of peace and freedom and liberty.
3: Yeah, come on. I know that this is a little hard to swallow, especially if (laughs) you're new to this. To say the least. Illuminati is not only a religious Secret Society, it's a very powerful men are are members of this organization, and they pull the strings from behind the scenes.
1: Okay. Oh, 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 the cops are coming. We gotta bounce. They actually do. They, They go to a different scene, and they talk about the Illuminati some more. But yeah, so, uh, this guy straight up calls the thing the devil. Satan. He's not the only one, though. There's other videos that I found where people are referring to the Statue of Liberty as... The Satan, uh, hear me? <laughs> yeah, it's not good. So let me whip uh, on over here. Here is a clip from a show. This looks like some show. Uh, I don't know, but he's going to be talking about this, all right? Uh-oh, uh-oh.
5: Do you know who the Statue of Liberty actually is? No. Lucifer. The Statue of Liberty has seven points on its crown because he indulges in all the seven sins of the world. Seven and sins? And on top of that... It's holding a torch, representing
2: the light bearer, Lucifer.
3: Isn't it supposed to be representative of freedom?
5: But freedom of what? Mmm, I don't know exactly. It's freedom from God. It's the Luciferian agenda that's being played out
1: for centuries now. Do you know? Okay. So there's that one. Here's another one for you.
6: I told you that there's a possibility that the Statue of Liberty is actually a statue dedicated to Lucifer. The left is a painting made in the 17th century, known as Satan summoning his legion. Now the devil's original name in the Bible was known as Lucifer, or in Hebrew, Hellel, which means the light bearer, or the bringer of light. Now the Statue of Liberty is holding a torch, it's bearing the light. Now, the Statue of Liberty looks awfully similar to the Colossus of Rhodes. Now, the Colossus of Rhodes was one of the ancient wonders of the world. It was a bronze Greek statue. It was about 108 feet tall. And Just like the Statue of Liberty, the Colossus of Rhodes has a crown of light. It's holding a torch. Mm. This statue was dedicated to the Greek god Helios, the god of the sun, the god of the light. In fact, many Luciferians refer to the devil as the great light. And this painting of Satan summoning his legions looks awfully similar to the face of the Statue of Liberty. I mean, take a look. Looks pretty similar to me, but it's just a theory. Who
1: knows? It's just a theory, you know. Sorry about the volume on some of the, some of these people who make these TikTok videos. It's like they're talking like this, and then they just talk like this. It's like, bro, you ever heard of a mic? You ever heard of compression? Like, get that under under control. Come on, woo! All right. So they're talking about Lucifer, the light bearer, because of the torch. That's what I'm learning about. Like, this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing connections of the light bringer, the light bearer, the torch illumination. All right. She served as a lighthouse. Okay. So I found this other video and this guy was saying, you know, look at the face. It kind of looks like right? Towards the end of that last video that we just watched, he's like, look at this. The face kind of looks like, see, it doesn't really look like a woman, right? Interesting. Interesting things. Now, if you think about Satan, you think about uh, the the mother of harlots, the, the whore of Babylon. Could she be a transsexual? Right? Baphomet, as above, so below, that, that you're getting like this uh you're getting into that uh, weird area here where you don't really know exactly what this is. Who is the Statue of Liberty? Um uh, here is another man discussing this the true origins of the Statue of Liberty. Okay? Now this is a good just 7 minute video here. We'll we'll go in and out of this, but check it out. This is interesting ideas.
6: thing in the sky that alarmed me significantly, that sent me on a little rabbi trail, okay? Rabbi and this trail. this rabbi trail took me to a place that I really didn't wanna go. So I'm gonna give you a close up of this picture here. This is the, the moon and the star, as you can see here, okay, that I'm talking about that shows up again on uh, East Star's chariot. But what I wanna focus on is this. Oh boy. Mm -mm. There's a close-up, ladies and gentlemen. And what does that look like? Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. Called it. So I'm going to take a little bit of a rabbit trail for a second and get uncomfortable. Okay, let's do it. And we're going to find out who Lady Liberty really is. So we're going to go back to the French sculptor, Frederic Augustus Bartholdi. Mm -hmm. in 1834 to 1904, went to Egypt in 1868 for inspiration. The construction of the Statue of Liberty began in 1878. So let me talk about this for just a second. How many of you were told in school that the French donated the Statue of Liberty to the United States of America? Me, me, I was told that. How many know that is absolutely not the truth whatsoever? Okay, whatever they tell you, just forget about it, right? It just totally backs what you were thinking in high school, which is, why am I here anyway, right? it has got a point. You find out years later, you were right. But what I want to talk about here is this. The Statue of Liberty, when Bartholdi was pitching this, He was a sculptor, okay, and as a sculptor, he was trying to build something great that had never been done before, and so he went to Egypt to be inspired because he knew that in Egypt everything was huge. okay, Mm. Everything was big, from the pyramids uh, to all the different statues. Everything was super life-size, and he wanted to get that inspiration. Keep that in mind. Then what he did was he went around the world pitching the Statue of Liberty we were not the first place that he went to. He was a salesman and a sculptor at the same time. And what happened was is they went uh, to America, America liked the idea, and tried to raise funds for the Statue of Liberty, but they couldn't. They were having a very difficult time raising the funds for the Statue of Liberty until one gentleman in a local paper, excuse me, decided to write a a blog, what we would call a blog today, or a newspaper article, basically ripping on the middle class saying, hey, the rich cannot be the only ones that represent America. We need to give to this cause because we need a representation of freedom.
1: Now, that is a half-ass bunch of horseshit. If I ever heard an excuse to fund something, hey, these rich people can't be the only one representing uh, what we're paying here you guys have to represent us too, right? Like who's going to say, yeah, you're right. and will be like, uh, screw that. Let the rich pay for it. You know what I mean? But anyway, this is what this guy's saying. Whatever.
6: Whatever. And wouldn't you believe it? Lo and behold, they raised the funds oh, there and they go. began the process of bringing the statue of Liberty over to America and assembling it on American soil now, what's fascinating is, if you look at the picture that's on your screen right now, just I'm sure it's total coincidence, ladies and gentlemen, that the statue on the left not only looks identical to the Statue mm-hmm. of Liberty, but has the exact same rays coming off what is a rain her head and as the sun rays, the representing sun rays. the seven continents of the world. It is the sun god that presides over the world. Yeah. Oh, I'm not done yet. Oh, boy. He's getting crazy. This is Addis. Now, Addis is somebody you need to understand who he is because Addis was the priest or the main servant of Kybele.
1: Now, this is where it gets interesting here, okay? This guy cuts his wiener off. That was a little shocking, I know. Sorry just to throw it out there, but here,
6: castrated Addis, or Ishtar, or the wife of Baal, the sun god, and he, in their craziness, let's just leave it that, wink, wink, of what went happened in those uh, times, is he castrated himself oh. and would dress up, cross dress as a woman, and wear this hat.
1: Transgenderism,
6: cross dress. Cut his wang off. Come on now. That's where we're going. This is a close-up of the castrated Addis on the left and Lady Liberty on the right. For
1: those on audio, it's not showing the close-up of the castrated part. It's showing the close-up of their faces. Just want to make that clear.
6: What I want to suggest to you when I got to this part is I thought to myself, oh my goodness, is Lady Liberty really a lady? Or is it Larry
1: Liberty? Larry Liberty, everybody. I say Travis Liberty, but that's just my code. Come on now. Travis Liberty is the Statue of Liberty, a man dressed up like a woman. Or is it one of these priests like uh, the Addis guy where he's he's about to talk about? That's what they'd look like. That's what they would wear. They would dress up as women. Is this really a man? Very, very interesting. (laughs) I don't know.
6: But I'm going to let you decide as we do a little bit close up here, and you tell me if that looks like a feminine face. Ignore the long hair. Remember. The priest of Ishtar wore long hair, they castrated themselves, wore robes like women, and wore these headdresses.
1: The priest of Ishtar. Okay.
6: Long robes, wigs, castrated. Now, one more better for you. Here is her face before it is assembled and before you have the ability to look at the hair and be influenced. There it is. That's under construction. If I would know any better, I would have think it was Superman. (laughs) Eh, more like a Travis. So you can be the judge, ladies and gentlemen, but this little rabbit trail here, I believe shows us that not only has Addis, or the priest of Ishtar, and sun god worship showing up all over Egypt, all over Rome, all over Greece and everywhere else in the the eastern Mediterranean, but is on our soils and has infiltrated America today and has literally become the epitome and the torch of freedom. It's bondage. Mm. Let's go one further. The seven rays of the sun. Notice the nimbus, the halo of rays of the sun. This is an ancient pagan sun god. It's everywhere. This is not something they just made up. Helios, look at this. Holding a torch. He's the colossus of Rhodes, one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. Where did he get the idea of the torch? Ladies and gentlemen, he took a trip here. He took a trip to, to Egypt. He studied these things. This is what he saw.
1: I mean, to be fair, the Colossus of Rhodes, it sounded like, was destroyed when this uh, Bartoli went to Egypt to study what he saw. But he probably saw renditions of this somewhere and, yeah, drawings and whatnot.
6: <laughs> and over a hundred foot Colossus of Helios with this headpiece on of the seven rays of the sun. Don't tell me that that didn't influence him. The exact attributes of Helios or the Colossus and the sun god and all of those things show up in the Statue of Liberty.
1: Statue of Liberty, SOL, Soul, Sun God. Yeah, that's on purpose. That's on purpose, bro. Come on. They renamed it SOL, Statue of Liberty, Soul. Now, he was talking about the number 7. The number 7 is very, very important here. And I do want to go back to the decoded video because I did find some interesting discussions where they are talking to a numerologist, okay? Now, this is them, like, looking, and uh, they're kind of discovering the measurements. They're kind of, like, trying to figure everything out. Uh, Let me just go straight to the part Let's see, here we go. Let's let's listen to this part first, all righty.
2: The Statue of Liberty sits 151 feet and one inch, one inch over New York Harbor. One inch, it's a silent symbol, but what does the one inch stand for? Hmm. Mac and Buddy have uncovered some strange inconsistencies in the engineering of the statue. And when the Masons or Illuminati are involved, you have to pay attention to these things. So Buddy and Mac are going to meet with a well-known numerologist, because when you're talking about codes that are in measurements, you need to look at the numbers.
1: The numbers, everybody. Here we go. Now we're getting to
5: the nitty-gritty. When we were looking
4: at the numbers, we found uh, 13, 1, and
5: 7. Where did you find the number 13? Holy
1: shit, this guy just zoned in. You said the number 13, tell me about it more.
4: We found the 13 by figuring out how many inches the whole Mm. height of the statue was and adding up those digits. Right. It ended with 13. What
5: you want to do is find a particular number that reasserts itself or replays itself in various ways, multiple times. So having just a 13 isn't necessarily that significant. One number is very significant, and that's the number seven. Check it out, people. As a matter of fact, you could call the Statue of Liberty a shrine to the number seven. Shrine to the number seven, shrine
4: to the number seven?
1: Now, we've seen the sevens before, right? We've seen the seven rays. Okay, now, what else are we talking about? And that mysterious one inch, how does that play in? Let me show hmm. you.
5: The first thing that we can see with an image of the crown is that... You have a very conspicuous presentation of the number seven right. with the seven spikes or the seven rays. Right. Okay. On a secondary level, you can move down. You can see there's a series of windows. 25. Two plus five. Oh. I know this is going to be tough for you guys. Come on, buddy. You can do it. <laughs> seven. In other words, we can find numbers that break down to the number seven, right. and we can reassert that number seven is part of a pattern here. Let's continue. In the base, you'll see that there's Four Grecian columns. Did you guys count these? There were four on each uh, side. 16. Correct. 16. One plus six. Oh, boy. One plus six equals seven, everybody. Seven again. Oh, boy. Right, let me show you something else. You remember this part of the statue? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. There are a series of oh, raised portions or leaves. Uh, so on the audio, he's
1: pointing to the torch. They're uh, observing the, uh, the leaves around the torch here.
5: Surrounding the torch, there are exactly. You just said that. Okay. 16, 16, really? one no, plus one. six, seven again. All right. Now this is how you find a pattern where a number reasserts itself. We're- All
1: right. So it gets kind of crazy here. You're like, wait a second. All right. So how does this pattern like the number seven, right? The seven rays, right? Is this thing dedicated to the sun? because of the seven rays, the the sole, you know, all that crap. Now I'm going to uh, fast forward here a little bit longer here and we're going to check in on this one inch thing here. This is interesting, right? Why that added one
5: inch. Here we go. Now you look deeper into the structure. For example, did you guys take any measurements of let's say height?
4: Yeah, height from, from base to torch is 151
5: feet and one inch. Correct, it's 151 feet and one inch. Now, whenever you see a number like this, one extra inch, it's clearly some kind of a clue or a cue. Why would they do that? A so Q. 151 feet is actually 1,812 inches. You're going to add the extra inch for the total amount of inches, you get 1,813 inches. Not Listen. every number is divisible by seven, okay? Because we know that seven has a theme here. 1,813 is divisible by 7. The answer is 259. 2 plus 5 plus 9 is 16. 1 plus 6 is 7 again.
1: Now, I'm just I'm picturing Jim Carrey in the movie 23 just thinking, oh, my
5: God, everything's adding up to 7. I mean, I don't, I don't.
1: you know what I mean? Like, that is the level of detail this guy is thinking. But I do admit, you have to admit, the added 1 inch, very bizarre, very peculiar, right?
5: Without that extra inch, and this is what you have to understand here, because this is a remarkable situation. Without the extra inch, the number is not divisible by seven, Mm -hmm. and it does not break down to seven. Mm -hmm. So we wonder if there is a reason for that. And if you know about number symbolism, you know that number seven is held as one of the most sacred and divine numbers. The number seven has such a profound influence on society that even today, our lives are run by the number seven. Seven days of the week. Seven days of the week is correct. Not only that, we've got seven colors of the rainbow. Mm -hmm. We've got seven seas, seven continents, seven wonders of the ancient world. There's even seven notes in the musical scale. In ancient India, they speak of the seven rishis or the seven sages. In Buddhism, Buddha walked, as soon as he was born, seven miraculous steps. Uh, What? In Christianity, there's seven virtues and seven sins. In Catholicism, there's seven, seven sacraments. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And even in the Islamic religion, we have seven heavens and seven gates to seven hells. So it permeates every aspect of almost every religion. That's how sacred the number is.
1: Not only that, but I mean, Seventh Heaven was an awesome TV show, everybody. <laughs> you guys ever seen that? Great stuff. But the number seven is clearly, uh, there's something to it, right? He said this thing, the Statue of Liberty is a shrine to the number seven. And I kind of agree. The way that he broke he convinced me, bro. Like, without that extra inch, it's not divisible by seven, doesn't add up to seven. So, what is this all about? Right? Uh, Another thing I wanted to play for you all. This is a guy on YouTube, and I believe this is just a repost of his tiktok or something but he is looking at the statue from above the statue of liberty from above and you have an 11 pointed star very peculiar 11 is a master number when you look at masonry and all that stuff uh, the the kabbalah and all that now um, what he says is very interesting this is a two minute video I wanted to show you this as well okay
0: this is the uh 2D image of uh, Statue of Liberty on Google Earth. Somebody told me that I need to watch. Uh, I pet goat, so I looked it up. And I don't uh, know why he says that. What I've seen off of it. Here we go. It has to do with the Statue of Liberty here. Oh boy! Oh boy! That is loud. Sorry. Well, yeah. Of course, I went to Google Earth to see if this was real. Check this out.
1: Check, check it out, Bob.
0: So check this out. Seal of Solomon sits over the Statue of Liberty. When you line up all these points,
1: the Seal of Solomon lines up perfectly over the Statue of Liberty. This is what he's trying to say here. All of the points, the eleven points, the Seal of Solomon. If you overlap that, it lines up.
0: Uh, when you line up the points, it finishes off. So the he rest has an overlay up. here. See that.
1: Now, what point I get like this lower left of the the Solomon seal? The triangle is not perfectly matching up, but you have this this triangle. Now, um, let me let me snap out of this real quick because I got to show you what the seal of Solomon looks like. All right, it looks like this. All right, it's a circle. You got an up. Upward triangle, and then a downward triangle. Here's another view. Maybe this is a little bit better, right? So the the uh, downward triangle, upward triangle, uh, all symbolism, right? The downward triangle, I think, represents water, femininity. Uh, upward is fire, as above, so below. Going back to his video here.
0: Just like everything else, it says Ram.
1: All right, Ram.
0: And do you see how the outside circle fits these points?
1: Now he does have a, a you know, something there where the outside circle of the Solomon Seal in this particular drawing. Okay, now there's multiple drawings of the Solomon Seal, but this one particular, it lines up perfect.
0: Um, this look—it's all made for the shit. <laughs> it's all made for it.
1: He's convinced himself.
0: So all. This is who runs the show, man. They own this yeah. country, and we're too stupid to see it. But uh, check out what else. See the shadow here. Now, Google Google plays a part in this.
1: Now check this out, everybody. All right, look where the shadow is on the video, and then he's going to show the Google image of Solomon that he brings in. Crazy. Crap.
0: Google Earth. They hide images. Now, check this out. So now we know the Seal of Solomon fits over the Statue of Liberty perfectly and made for it. Here's another Seal of Solomon that actually fits in there.
1: Look at that. Um, The shadow is Solomon's face in this photo.
0: I don't know. Are those breasts? I don't know what's going on there, but. Those aren't breasts, but. Whenever you line it up as above so below when you line it up on that center line what's the shadow that Google Earth leaves
1: look at that Statue shadow Liberty. fits right in there
0: is that a coincidence
1: I mean is
0: it a coincidence damn, leave a comment
1: is it a coincidence you know is Google Earth in on this too who knows now I did okay. I want to end this show, and I did promise you guys something at the beginning, and that is we are going to get jiggy with this. We're going to get jiggy with it, okay? Now, if you all remember, one of the names let me let me show you again here, one of the names for this Venus, Diana, Aphrodite, uh, the Statue of Liberty was Inanna, Ishtar, Inanna. I don't know why, but I immediately go, Anana, getting jiggy with it. And I'm thinking, was this song, did it have something to do with Inanna and the Statue of Liberty and Ishtar? No. It couldn't. But, yeah. I mean, it kind of does. So, I found some little dinks in this, okay? It's nothing like solid proof, but it's just... It's a little coincidence, all right? Now, as we go through this song, bring it. Oh, bring it baby. Oh, yeah. All right, now this might be dating myself, but as we get to the end of the first chorus, look what comes in. And right, and so the chorus is na uh, na 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 na, nah, nah, right? Listen. Look at this.
4: What you want to
1: Right at the end, you go into this ancient Egyptian wardrobe set. The two statues, they have the men standing in the back watching everybody dance here. Uh, I mean, come on now. Inanna, Ishtar, going back to the in- Anaki. Right at the end of the first chorus. All right, this was. No, nothing with Egypt there was nothing to do with ancient Egypt up to this point and then at the very end of the uh, na, 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 when he's talking about Inanna he brings in the ancient Egyptian wardrobe okay I found that that was very strange get it, get it it. see it right here boom. Na, na, na. verse 2 kid? Watch oh yeah baby Okay, he's getting jiggy with it. Think about it. What does getting jiggy with it mean? Sex? What is Ishtar? The whore? (laughs) Right? Wasn't Ishtar the mother of harlots? The mother of exiles? Ishtar? Was she a prostitute? Was she getting jiggy with it? Oh, boy. Uh, now, I was like, okay, this is just, this is one of those things, right? It's just like a thing, you know, you know, and I'm like, was the Statue of Liberty in this video? And by golly gosh, it was. All right. As you go through this video, uh, I know it's been a while for some of you, you probably haven't seen this in a while. I mean, some of you probably never seen this. But he goes through this ancient Egyptian wardrobe into transferring into a... Volcano, kind of same thing. Here, I'll I'll mute it. You got the guy standing in the back, watching the people dance. Women shaking their booties, getting jiggy with it, right? That sexual ambiance to this. As we're going through this, look, the volcano. He's dancing, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And what pops up? Oh, no, it's not. What was that? Was that the Statue of Liberty? What? The Statue of Liberty is in this. Inanna. Inanna, getting jiggy with it, with Inanna. Here it is, right? Now, if you look at what he is doing, he's dancing. He has the white robe on. All right? His dancers one, two, three, four, five, six. Six dancers in red. He is the seventh one in white. Seven. The seven. All right. The seven rays on the crown. The seven continents. Seven wonders of the world. Seven sins. seven. Blah, blah, blah. The seven is the representation of the Helios God. Soul. S-O-L. Statue of Liberty. And also the mother of harlots here. The whore of Babylon. Inanna. Ishtar right and he's doing his thing making this kind of worship idol idol worship to anana he's doing it right now there is a point in here where it does show an above frame right here how many dancers there one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven. Eleven dancers, all right? The eleven points when you look at the the Statue of Liberty from above, there's eleven points. Eleven, they're looking at the eleven dancers from above. Eleven stars, eleven points. All right, getting jiggy with it, and I think it ends. Yes, as all good things must come to an end. I just found that that was very, very interesting. Getting jiggy with it is idol worship to the goddess Anana. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, the mother of harlots, Ishtar. Whew. Oh boy. All right. So I mean, and isn't it odd how Will Smith's life has just plummeted? You know what I mean. Like his wife just drugged that guy through the mud. I mean, interviewed his ass too. Like, hey, uh, how'd it feel like when I cheated on you? That kind of stuff? Oh my God. So anyway, uh that is all I have for you to get for today. Uh, if you guys do like this episode, leave a thumbs up, leave a rating, leave a comment. Anything you guys can do to spread this show, it's you know, people people gotta know the truth, baby. So you guys uh putting this stuff out there really means a lot to me, and I love hearing from you as well. So leave me a message, get on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Although that might get banned soon. You can email me strange sauna show at gmail.com. All that stuff is open. I have links. If you just go to Gmail, uh, or if you just go to strange sauna, um, strange sauna show on Instagram, I have all the links there. All right. You guys are awesome. And hopefully you like the show. And until next time, everybody sayonara.